Good evening. I'm Marcus Leader, and I would like to invite you on a journey of discovery as I pull back the veil and give you a glimpse of the multiverse through the eyes of a Toltec shaman. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and turn down the lights. You're now listening to The Shaman's Brew. threshold of a special time for all Earthwalkers. Once again, Mother Earth's family is being offered an opportunity to become related, not only to our own environment and to each other as human beings, but to extend our relatedness to the rest of the universal family as well. Many indigenous native peoples have originated among the stars and have brought specific knowledge and wisdom to this earth. They wait until the right time to reveal sacred instructions to be given to spiritual-minded earthwalkers. The Anishinaabe Peace Shield refers to this time as the seventh fire, a time when we can follow once again the sacred mega shell into new dimensions and new realities of life. This shiny disc-shaped object led the Ojibwe people from the eastern homeland to another residence in the west. Now, if we choose, it can direct our steps as well toward pathways to another homeland. This ongoing relationship between some indigenous people and star people or sky people has been going on for thousands of years. Many Native American ceremonies make use of a long-term connection to galactic communities or constellations, and tribal people often speak of their intention to return home to the rest of the family in the cosmos. Ancient prophecies can guide spiritual people as they seek to be in step with the blessed events of each moment and prepare for the exciting future that lies ahead. Let us remember, as Mother Earth awakens and opens herself to the opportunity to birth once again, another golden age, the ancient ones are reminding us to awaken to our own spiritual power and potential and to become in harmony with Mother Earth, the universe, and the galactic community.
Hello to everyone. I am very excited that you have decided to join me on this maiden voyage of the Shaman's Brew. This show originally started several years ago as a segment on another radio show, which only aired once a month. After the radio show went off the air, I decided uh, to go on a hiatus, waiting for the right time and opportunity to bring the show back as a weekly radio show in place of just a monthly segment. That was three years ago, and tonight the show is reborn. The music you have just heard was composed by a world-class Native American flutist named Douglas Bluefeather. It is called The Origin Story, and is from his album, Rise of the Star Nations. I chose this song for this show because a little later we're going to be talking about origins within my Toltec shamanic lineage. But before we get into that, I would like to talk with you about what this show is about and what to expect in the future. For those of you that do not know me, let me start by telling you a little bit about myself so that you will have a general perspective on the source of my information and experiences that I will be sharing with you through this radio show. Please keep in mind that I am not asking you to accept all that I say as absolute fact. There are no experts in this field of shamanism or paranormal investigations. The best we can do is to weigh the source of our available information and apply logical, open-minded thinking when examining new information and theories. It is in this light that I offer my stories and lessons, which are the product of my own experiences and apprenticeship with a Toltec shaman. My interests and research have been deeply rooted in science and the paranormal since I was about 10 years old when I got my first telescope and became fascinated with stories of vampires, werewolves, and most of all ghosts. Astronomy became my first love, followed by electronics and every one of the other physical sciences. While my uh, interest in ghosts and the paranormal was always prevalent during my school years, it wasn't until I was about 16 that I began looking at it in a more serious scientific light. This is when my next passion in life came into force, as I became a young amateur parapsychologist using my high school classmates and family as test subjects. I uh, I received detention more than once for disrupting my classes by testing my fellow students with my Zener cards and pendulum. That led to my very first haunted house investigation in 1971 in Van Nuys, California, which uh, turned out to be absolutely terrifying since I was totally alone in a very active location. 
in retrospect, it uh, it was all quite humor humorous as well. And uh, and I'll share that story with you uh, another time when I do a show devoted uh, strictly to uh, ghost hunting and haunted uh, locations. Sometime after graduating from high school, I was extremely fortunate and privileged to de- to befriend one of the most uh, famous shamans of our time while studying in the UCLA library. This uh, shaman, dubbed by Time magazine as the godfather of the New Age, later uh, took me under his wing and taught me the secrets of the Toltec shamanic path in a one-on-one apprenticeship over a period of eight years. My shamanic research and practice continues today as one of the few remaining apprentices to the world-famous anthropologist, best-selling author, and shaman, Dr. Carlos Castaneda. In recent years, I have merged my uh, shamanic and scientific research as a private researcher with the professional division of the Monroe Institute, where I experiment with human consciousness and awareness in a pursuit to understand the many levels of the human energy system and develop new methods to harness the powers of the mind through the manipulation of the assemblage point of awareness. Now this um, duality of perception has opened many doors of discovery while helping me to shape the very foundation of my research. One of the goals of this radio show is to share with you the many lessons and techniques I have learned as a result of my shamanic training and research. Much of the shamanic knowledge of my lineage has never been released to the public and has been uh, preserved for the last 500 years by word-of-mouth teachings alone. Many of the lessons and, and secrets of this ancient body of knowledge that I will be sharing in this radio program with you and through uh, my future books has, uh, has never been recorded in any language, in any form. You will learn things that you cannot learn anywhere else. Even the 11 best-selling books written by Dr. Castaneda contain very little of this knowledge or how-to techniques. His books are a representation of this knowledge, as he would say to me on many occasions. In addition to sharing knowledge from my Toltec shamanic lineage, I will be discussing some of my research in consciousness and and altered states of awareness, including out-of-body experiments, as a result of my work with the Monroe Institute. Some of the topics I will be discussing in the coming weeks will include astral projection, animal spirits and spirit animals, paranormal phenomenon, time and time travel, vampires and werewolves, psychics and mediumship, shape-shifting, spirit communication, the very structure of our multi-dimensional multiverse, 
prophecies and topics like 2012 from a shamanic perspective, amulets, talismans, and power objects, and, and how to use them. Magical and ritual uses of the power of intention, hyperdimensional uh, properties of plants, stones, and, and how to use them. Uh, also, how to shift your awareness and increase your own psychic abilities. Uh, be talking about health and the powers of healing, including reversing the effects of aging. All this and so much more that uh, I do not really have time to even list in this show. About every other show, I will have on a special guest that will vary from show to show. This won't be your normal type of interview of what do you do and what have you been up to recently type scenario. Instead, I will focus on a specific topic and go into an in-depth discussion that will result in possibly new and intriguing information that you normally uh, don't encounter in a typical radio show interview. One such guest is my friend and colleague, the lovely and brilliant Rosemary Ellen Guiley, who has agreed to come on the show when we can work out the logistics and discuss shadow people, spirit communication, and several other topics in her field of expertise as we push the envelope and delve into cutting-edge theories and experiments. Rosemary, if you are for some reason not familiar with her, is probably the top paranormal author in the world today, with I think somewhere over 42 books on a variety of topics and more in the works. She is also a brilliant lecturer, uh, researcher, and a favorite guest on the Coast to Coast AM show with George Nori. Uh, another guest I will have on the show is another colleague and friend, Carly Rose Singer. If you're not familiar with Carly Rose, you soon will be, as the world discovers the magnitude of her abilities as a physical medium and independent voice specialist. Direct voice refers to the manifestation of disembodied voices made possible by the energy body of a direct voice physical medium. True physical mediums are very rare these days, and physical mediums of uh, Carly Rose's caliber only come along about once every 50 years. I think you will find the research we do together to be most exciting. The um, intelligent and highly gifted medium, Debbie Edwards, will also be a regular guest on my show, sharing her insights and amazing perceptions on a variety of topics from dream communication and omens, uh, psychically sensitive children, prophecy, and many, many other topics. Debbie is a close friend, and I am sure you too will love her wit and charm as she weaves her way into your heart and mind. Besides these three talented women, I will be having several other surprise guests from adept shamans and magical practitioners to world-renowned scientists. I even have an interview scheduled with a real vampire that uh, you're going to be hearing very soon. Mixed in with all of these exciting topics and guests will be a variety of music to either set the mood 
or allow your brains to cool down before moving to other topics. I've even decided to add a touch of class to the show by offering my listeners a taste of poetry relative to the main topics. One of my regular contributors to this category is the brilliant and beautiful Brandy Schwann, also known as the, uh, the Grim Trickster. Her work is truly world-class and will surely become recognized as one of the great poets of modern times. The, um, the last part of my show will include a segment that I am very excited about called News from the Lab. In this segment, I will be discussing my scientific research in the field of consciousness and paranormal investigations with a heavy emphasis on my work in spirit communication with laboratory equipment, also known as ITC or Instrumental Trance Communication. Not only will I be discussing my experiments and methods, but I will be playing weekly results. My, uh, my equipment that I use is one-of-a-kind and state-of-the-art, and I guarantee you will hear weekly spirit voices, possibly even uh, direct two-way real-time communication. Whatever I find, I will share directly with my listeners, unless the communication is of a personal nature, meant only for one person or family to hear. In that event, I may make reference to the communication, but would respect the privacy of both the living and the dead by honoring their intentions. So, with this kind of show lineup, you will have the opportunity to learn and discover new things about the multiverse and yourself. One thing I guarantee is that you will not be bored. So with that said, I'm going to let your minds unwind before I move into the topic of origins by offering the first poetic offering of the show composed by Brandy Schwann and read by myself called Lost in Frost. Following that... You will be listening to Golden Feather by Robbie Robinson and the Red Road Ensemble. You are listening to The Shaman's Brew on Jackalope 105 FM on the Jackalope Media Network. Lost in Frost Oh, so many times, so many nights and mornings clear. When my feet were bare as these odd-worn souls Spent in seeking softer homes Through my woods, chill places Holding pretty spirit laces Long gone behind the face of a thoughtful clock In this place, Frost stopped For just a moment He would return when his days were at an end upon the back of a faster horse. She would send for him. The bells would toll. No voice of a lover, not enchantment, bearing the name of youth or fruitful promise. Oh, but love, yes, this come hither would gently lay his bones to rest.
Welcome back. I hope you all are ready to hear about something previously unknown to the world concerning my particular Toltec shamanic lineage. I should uh, first make clear that there are different forms of lineages in all shamanic paths, and mine is but one in the Toltec tradition. Not all Toltec shamans practice exact same methods, nor do all Toltec shamans have access to the core teachings of my lineage. So, even for some of them, this will be new revelations. This is not to say that their path is wrong. In fact, most Toltec shamanic teachers talk about very accurate and important principles and techniques. I have a great deal of respect for my spiritual brothers and sisters from all shamanic paths, and, uh, and they all teach something of value. But uh, not all paths hold all the truths, including my own. The difference with uh, my lineage is that the information has been purposely protected and preserved in such a way so that it may be released when the time is right. We are at that time in our current history. The shamans of my lineage do not try to recruit or select students to teach. Spirit makes these choices, not the shaman or the student. This has been true from the very beginning right up until today. I uh, personally have waited 11 years for an indication from Spirit that it was time to move forward and release the core teachings to the public. This show and my upcoming books are the first steps toward sharing this information with the world. So where did these core teachings come from? And how old are they? Let me start by saying that many shamanic paths have forked off of the fragmented core teachings and evolved into their own traditions. This is not to say that all shamanic bodies of knowledge came from these particular core teachings, as many cultures have been taught by their own sources of knowledge, usually brought by spirit or interdimensional beings. The one unique quality of the teachings in my lineage is the way they've been preserved and closely guarded for their entirety for so many centuries. It is from these teachings that I speak. While my uh, direct shamanic lineage goes back about 500 years, there are legends and indications that it goes back much, much further to the clan of priests who presided over the spiritual and physical well-being of the Toltec inhabitants of the great city of Teotihuacan in Mexico. The um, core teachings of my lineage indicate that around 700 CE, this thriving Toltec metropolis was becoming prey to a group of Toltec priests who had wandered off uh, toward the dark side, corrupted by the very power they had once considered sacred. This uh, group began feeding the negative side of humanity by abusing their abilities to control others for their own pleasures and greed. 
as this intoxicating abuse of power continued. The good priest rallied to banish the dark sorcerers and bring about peace and stability to the people. This resulted in a terrible magical war between the good priest and the dark sorcerer priest. Uh, it ended up in an unprecedented struggle for power. The good priest lost due to the sheer number of dark sorcerers, and the result was a destruction of Teotihuacan, causing a mass exodus to a uh, new city named Tula, which was governed by only a few of the dark sorcerers. This city as well fell around 1190 CE, but the exact reasons for the fall of Tula are not mentioned in the core teachings. After the destruction by fire of Teotihuacan, a few of the surviving good priests took the core teachings and disappeared into the jungle to protect the ancient knowledge, which was believed to be thousands of years old and given to the distant forefathers of the Toltec people on the mountaintop in Peru near the site where the ruins of Machu Picchu now stand. The good priest preserved the traditions and knowledge by hiding in the jungles in small groups, teaching from one generation to the next by word of mouth only so that the sacred information would never fall into the wrong hands again. Those ancient priests were the beginning of the lineage of the Toltec shaman that I am part of. Modern uh, archaeologists know nothing of this story, as they have never found the records that tell uh, of the, the history of this in the hidden caves in both Peru and Mexico. The location of these caves that contain the information have been closely guarded for centuries. There is much more to this story, but I have given you enough to present you with a solid perspective on the origin of my shamanic lineage. This is part of the information I will be sharing through this radio show and future publications. Now you might wonder how you could benefit from these ancient teachings and how you might implement them into your life. To answer this question, allow me to give you a preview of what I will be teaching in future shows. For those of you that wonder what it's like on the other side and what happens when a person dies and crosses over, I'm going to give you a detailed guided tour, starting with the physical world and moving through the elastic skin of the veil into the buffering zone between dimensional planes. This information is not only from the core teachings, but from first-hand personal experience when I was in uh, my apprenticeship with my teacher. In uh, other shows, I will continue this tour into other dimensional realms and describe the topography and environment of the astral plane, as well as the wildlife as seen through the eyes of a Toltec shaman. My most ambitious show will attempt to explain the creation of the multiverse, starting with the concept of deity formation from the perspective of a scientist as seen through the eyes of a shaman. This concept will fit into any religious path. Those that actively investigate the paranormal 
will find many shows dealing with this very subject, with lessons and principles used by the ancient Toltec priests to protect themselves from the attacks of negative forces from both the physical world and the world of spirit. I will also give you new scenarios about spirit and hauntings that will give you a clearer picture of what is happening with various uh, paranormal phenomenon, as uh, well as how to control it. And that will include instructions on how to safely and correctly hold a seance or summon entities of a positive nature. I will be discussing communication with spirit guides and spirit animals in a very hands-on, detailed how-to format. We are going to explore together the concept that has been thrown around in every New Age circle called enlightenment. But with me, you will be actually learning how to do this by first altering your consciousness and then expanding your physical, energetic vibrations from within so that you will reach meditative states in only minutes that normally take months or years of practice. From this platform, you will learn the art of projecting your consciousness through a discipline known as astral projection. These are things that anyone can learn once you have the Toltec Roadmap to Success. One of the most valuable tools I'm going to give you is the ability to manipulate your own assemblage point, which is the key to awareness and personal energy manipulation. You will learn how to perceive other worlds with altered awareness and how to manipulate your own energy or chi. Um, you can do this to improve your health, sometimes in a miraculous way, and you will be able to share this healing with others as well. The Toltec use of energy in this way is similar to what many people call Reiki healing, but the Toltec core knowledge goes a step further by supercharging the healing energy from a place known as the plane of power. Without teasing you too much, I will even add that these techniques have been known to slow and even reverse the aging process. The uh, Toltecs mastered a technique they simply called dreaming, which allows you to step into full waking consciousness into the dream world, where you can interact with others or weave the dream world into anything you want. You will learn this technique, and with the assistance and from the technology of my research with the Monroe Institute, you will master these abilities in record time. You will learn the magic of using human intention to get what you want as long as it does not harm anyone else. And I will go into detail in that show why it is important not to harm anyone using this technique. These are only a few of the things that you can benefit from by learning the ancient core knowledge of my lineage. But the most important of all is that by applying these principles, you can live a balanced and centered life in perfect harmony, both from within and without. You can learn how to find and get anything you want and live in total happiness in life. When death comes, you can be fully aware of what is happening and leave this world in full understanding and be empowered as you start the next step of your life, your real life, through the portal of your death which we all must face one day. 
With that, I invite you to join me on your own path of self-discovery to find out who you truly are and how to live in balance and joy. Now, if you're ready, I'm going to move into my favorite part of the show. News, 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 news from, the, from, the, from, the, from the lab. episode of News from the Lab, I'm going to introduce you to my research and what you might expect in the future. Uh, for starters, I have been asked by a couple of individuals why I spend so much time and my own money in equipment and supplies trying to prove something that I already know is real through my uh, shamanic training and first-hand experience. This is actually an excellent question. The reason I strive for scientific proof is twofold. First, it is my nature to want to know everything about an object or phenomenon. I am not uh, satisfied with knowing that there is a spirit world or that the veil sometimes thins during the year. I want to know what the spirit world is made of and the physics involved in it. I want to know why the veil thins and exactly what is happening when it does. Having precise knowledge of the dynamics of a phenomenon or objects gives you control and power over it. It is not that I want to control things in the spirit world. But when I am there and dealing with an entity from there, I want to be able to control the situation 
so that it uh, does not get out of hand in one way or the other. The second reason for wanting to prove that these places or phenomenon are real is to help others, others who, who might never have been persuaded without proof or acceptance by the scientific community. Ultimately, everything I do in this field, shamanic or scientific, is geared to help others on their own personal path of self-discovery and spiritual enlightenment. I must admit as well that I'm a sucker for gadgets, and, and I get a lot of pleasure out of working with equipment using the scientific method to unlock mysteries in the lab and, and possibly do something that has never been done before. In the future, I will be discuss discussing several types of experiments taking place in my lab from the detection of other dimensional energies, psychokinetics or moving objects with your mind, fluctuations in the flow of time, interactions between sound and the human energy system, and one of my favorite projects, interdimensional communication or spirit communication. My current experiments in this field are being conducted with a device I built called the Transdimensional Transceiver. The uh, Transdimensional Transceiver is designed to open up communication channels between our world and other dimensional realities. It operates in real time, meaning that once a link is established, an operator in our physical world can both receive messages as well as transmit them, opening up the possibility of a conversation or sharing of information between our world and other worlds or planes of existence as theorized by our modern hyperdimensional physicist. Some people refer to this type of device as a telephone to the dead, which it can be. However, I would like to point out that ghosts or spirits of the dead are not the only type of entities that this device might possibly reach. Since we are working with a multitude of dimensional realities, it is conceivable that it might reach other entities or creatures that were never alive in the physical world. This would include elemental forces, shadow people, or possibly even alien life forms. It might even reach through time. This is a new frontier in science that could hold an infinite number of possibilities and realities. The transdimensional transceiver is unlike any other type of device in that it uses tamper-proof laser light in which to send and receive signals. It also incorporates several environmental and energetic variables that are instrumental in conducting a wide diversification of experiments. Built into this device is a laser modulator and receiver that can inject a pure signal tone or complex background sounds such as white noise or shifting resonance through the vacuum uh, resonance tube where modulation of the laser light pulses can occur from outside influences trying to bridge a communication link with our world. Surrounding the, the inner tube that carries the 
receiving laser is another high-voltage vacuum chamber that generates an electrically charged plasma cocoon and is variable from 18,000 to 120,000 volts. It is coated with a microscopic layer of beryllium crystals. Within the black housing modules are very powerful magnetic field generators that can be inverted to create magnetic stress within the chamber and transmission crystal. The transmitter side of the device consists of a class two audio modulated laser transmitter which shoots through the resonance tube to the transmission quartz crystal which is the termination point for the laser, laser modulations as well as a uh, transmitting antenna. One thing that is interesting to note is that in comparison to all other types of antenna systems, the quartz is designed to send the energy transmissions within as opposed to radiate, uh, radiating them out. This is because the closest point of contact with other dimensional planes is inside an object or a person, not out in the space. I also use a complex sound mixer with my transmitting microphone so that I can vary the frequency of my modulations as well as mixing in other tones or complex sound streams. I'm going to share with you in this episode just two samples that I have caught with this device. And next week, I will be releasing new sound samples that have never before been heard by anyone but myself. I think you will be quite amazed. The first sample I am going to share is unmistakable and is what I believe to be our deceased dog, barking as if to get attention. I have no other pets at this time, and the possibility of a bark coming from outside the location was completely ruled out due to the soundproof qualities where my lab is situated. Again, there was no one else in the house, and there was no radio or television on. Let's take a listen. The next clip is the most significant capture that I have released so far and consists of a communication where an intelligent entity seemed cognizant of my presence and the device. I was sending out a beacon frequency of modulating complex sounds in an attempt to capture attention. The device was connected to an audio modulator that allowed me to hear in real time any attempts at communication. Below is what came through in the early morning hours. It startled me so much that I spun around in my chair nearly falling out. The entity 
seemed to be trying to tell me that what I was doing was either working or had some other effect. I will play it twice, just as the previous one. Take a listen for yourself. Quite interesting, was it not? Wait till you hear what I have for next week. And with that, I am afraid we are about out of time for this show. So I would like to thank you all again for allowing me to share this part of my life with you. And I would be honored if you would join me next week at the same time and station. If you would like to email me with uh, questions or suggestions, you can reach me at my website, www.theshamansbrew.com, or by email, marcus at theshamansbrew.com. Also, if you own a radio station and you would like to rebroadcast this show or add it to your lineup, then please email me for information on where to download the high-quality stream. I'm going to close this show with a song by Wendy Rule called Artemis. This is Marcus Leader, and you have been listening to The Shaman's Brew on Jackalope 105 FM on the Jackalope Media Network. Skies of blue, you call me. Kiss the night, kiss the night. I'm awake in moonlight. Dreams question the day. And in her life, 
Dr. Ray.